and welcome to K-Pop Corner, a safe and fun space that we get to talk about our all-time favourite thing, K-Pop. My name is Maria. My name is Layla. And today we are joined by two official people. This is like really like interesting. Not weird or scary. It's just strange like yeah. doing this in front of people. This is very exciting. Um, so we're joined by Sahar and Sabrina. They're from Envision Publishing and they are going to talk to us about their new K-pop romance series. Um, and it's about basically a band called Millions that they're going to have a comeback after being on hiatus for a couple of years because they had this feud with their company. And we just follow their journey about coming back on the spotlight and how they're reintroducing themselves to their fans. But also there's like a romance thing mm-hmm. with one of the members of the group with this character. Her name is Sohi, which is like the only female character in this. And it's just a very cute book and yeah yeah we're gonna catch up with them find out what the inspiration was how they met and basically just get all the tea so enjoy yeah yeah hello and welcome to k-pop corner a safe and fun space where we get to talk about our all-time favorite thing k-pop this is so weird doing it with people watching us it's like lucky embarrassing i know it's usually just me and Layla staring at each other while we say it We are very excited today. We are joined by Sabrina and Sahar from Envisions. Envisions Entertainment, I want to say, but... Publishing! <laughs> publishing. It's Envisions Publishing. Tell us a bit about yourselves. Do you want to start? No, you start. Okay, so I'm Sabrina. And so as you already know, we are from Envision Publishing. So it's a publishing house. And we are here today because we want to talk about a book project that is coming up. And I am the author of that uh, project. And also I do quite a lot of designing these days and also editing of our podcasts and stuff like that. So yeah, that's me. <laughs> And I'm Sahar and I'm also from Vision Publishing and I'm in charge of marketing, communication, PR, assisting the author, <laughs> assisting the CEO, assisting everybody. I do all the small joker <laughs> jobs, but mostly I try to get us schedules like this one and spread the word and try to make people attracted to our... Well, you've done book. a very good job of it. You've reached us out here in Dubai and we're like, oh my God, someone actually wants I to know. do something with us. <laughs> <laughs> we f- It was first like, you know, we saw, we thought a band had followed us. We were like, oh my God, did an actual K-pop band follow us? What's going on? And I was like, I don't know. Like, that, like what's what's happening? So we tried to figure it out. And then like, Sarah's like slowly messaged us. And I was like, Oh, okay, this makes a lot more sense. Why are they following an account with 80 people following? No joke, we we generally freaked out for a second. We're like, did we make it? Yeah. Are we, are we within the K-pop community? But um, just a very quick brief thing. So Sabrina and Sahar are here to talk to us about their Million series, which is a K-pop romance book series. Exactly. And we were very excited to receive the first editor copy of the first book. A million mm-hmm. beginnings, mm-hmm. which we loved. We loved. <laughs> Can I say, you single-handedly fueled my Delulu daydreams. So. Oh my god, that week, oh there's god. there. It was like another level of Delulu. I was like, oh, are you okay? Like, I this. It's usually bad, but this is this is bad, bad. So like, Layla and I, we always have these like Delulu daydreams, and this plot has been added. 
to my, <laughs> oh my, to my list of ever-growing embarrassing it stories. It was like reading a K-drama. I feel like this should go as a trigger warning, man. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Trigger warning. <laughs> my trigger, your inner Delulu. <laughs> but can we just like get a bit of background about you guys? Where are you from? How you met? How you got into K-pop? All of that. Sure, go ahead. So I am from Germany and... So actually my background has nothing to do with writing whatsoever. My background is actually photography. So I'm a professional photographer actually. So that's why I'm more with the designing usually, but I, um, well, I'm, I'm a book fan. So I, I've been reading books ever since my childhood, I guess. And then for the K-pop, um, I got into K-pop in 2009 with, uh, SJ, sorry, sorry. And a typical story. Yes. <laughs> I think for international fans um, out of that time of K-pop, this is a typical story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and then in 2011, I went to Korea for like work and travel. And that's where I met this lady. So Saha. <laughs> yep. Yes, we met in Korea and we met actually in the coffee shop of Yezong's parents back then in... Uh... Typical elf fans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're in the presence of elves. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so we got to talk back then and then it, I think... Uh... I think we clicked pretty quickly actually, which was weird as well. Out of character for yes. me because I'm a bit of an introvert. Actually, we all are. We're all are introverts because her sister is also in the... Like, Anya, the other person in Envision Publishing is her sister. And Anya is the one... I'm just going to tell this because yes. this is how actually we met. So I was sitting in that coffee shop um, by myself and was working for something. It was uh, the day after Christmas, actually, in 2011. And um, suddenly a girl comes to me and she's like, can I please sit on, next to you on your table? Because I had a four-seat table. Because the seat where she was sitting is right next to the door. And whenever the door opens, it's freezing outside. Like it was one of the coldest winters. It was like a minus 20 something mm. Celsius. So it was horrible. And I was like, sure, you can sit. And then, uh, so I started talking. What's your name? Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. And then she said, uh, my sister is going to join me later. And this is the sister that joined her later. Yes. <laughs> but good for her to approach you. I would never approach someone. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's, it's very out of character for all of us. But I think... Yes, and ever since we've also been quite the Lulu sometimes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think we clicked pretty much because we had all these crazy ideas like um, 100 ways how to get into KBS. That was our. So no, Jenny, I applied. I'm not joking. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you applied for we a were, job. We were more like okay because back then there was the Kiss the Radio of SJ yeah. happening, so they had their radio show, and you could go and watch outside from the window, and you could go inside the KBS building and like wave at the people the when they end. were walking there. But there was like a barrier which looks like a. I mean, it's basically like a badge track for people who work there, so it stops. Crazy yes. people from jumping there. Yes, and then we were always sending like, how about we crawl on the floor? <laughs> like oh, under wow. the thing so no one notices. Or maybe how about we stand on this table and then we use like a, a paraglider or something and fly over the thing. I love, or I love, yes. I all love these it. kind of things. And we, we thought, like, how about we do a show about this? Like how to get into KBS. Oh. 
but then I it figured would make we a might great get... variety show. I think so, but uh... yes, but then one day we saw someone get tackled in that uh, same hall, and then we decided, no, let's not try this. We don't want to be tackled. Let's, let's not. Let's not try this. <laughs> yeah. So. So. Yeah. And I'm guessing this envision thing is one of our crazy ideas that for sure for some reason actually happened. <laughs> Because usually they don't happen, but this Because happens. 2021 is like 10 years friendship for us. Mm. And then in 10 years, we had a lot of crazy ideas. Like, no joke. But for some reason, Envision is the one that made it. So I'm very happy that it did. <laughs> That's kind of how the podcast started for us. We started off wanting to do a cafe, like a K-pop no corner joke. cafe. And we're like, we can do it. This is going to be it. And it slowly just moved into a podcast idea. <laughs> you know, less money in, less money yeah, exactly. needed. <laughs> now we want to open a flower shop called K-pop Flowers and Clouds, KFC. Yes, with Kino and uh, Moonbin. And Moonbin. <laughs> <laughs> If they're free or they need extra cash. <laughs> exactly. If they want to side hustle, get in touch, please. The, that sounds like a very great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. who knows? You, you never know at this point. <laughs> um, but anyway, shall we begin into the book? Yeah, sure. So should we give like a very brief... Do you want to give a very brief Yeah, why brief don't you summary? tell us like about how it came about? Yeah. <laughs> how it came about. It started with the idea of... Actually, Saha and Anya had the idea of let's turn a hobby into business. What do we like? It is K-pop and it is books. So how about we write, write a K-pop book? But she is very much into more... I don't write fun books. I write emotional <laughs> books or something like this. More psychological kind of thing that are a bit heavy. So yes. no. <laughs> and Anya doesn't write at all. So one day I came home and Anya said, okay, we decided on a business. We want to uh, release a K-pop book and you have to write it. Like, oh, you're like okay sure <laughs> let me have Why dinner first <laughs> yeah yes exactly and then we were quickly talking about it and the idea developed so fast yeah. that actually i kind of wanted to run to my computer right away and actually i think maybe a few think, days later yeah. i sat down and st started writing and oh, yeah wow. it it was something that obviously sparked quite the ideas in everyone so mm. it was really fast i think that first draft took me about three months to yeah. write wow. wow and like she only writes in the evening because she has a nine to five job also so it's only evening hours and i think one week you had vacation but yes that's it. did you find it quite like therapeutic to write the book or like <laughs> was it like a nice thing to take your mind off of everyday kind of situation it was it it was actually it was actually quite nice and quite fun also because so saha and another friend of mine they were reading basically along so i would write a chapter and they would read it right away and saha usually would sit behind me in the room on my bed and she would uh, read the book and react instantly. and react instantly and her reactions were qu quite fun often so one time i flipped my tablet i was scared and broke yes she and flipped her oh, tablet no. and she turned she turned to look at me and she's like i'm firing you <laughs> <laughs> you are not allowed to write this anymore you are mean <laughs> so but these reactions were quite nice for me yeah. also quite fun so it also encouraged me okay i want to write the next thing to make saha flip the book <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's quite rewarding though to like see her react like that to something you wrote yes yeah. and from your podcast, like I heard that you you've been in K-pop since two thousand and nine and two thousand and ten, yeah. and you yeah. feel like you've experienced so many things that like you've kind <laughs> yes. of witnessed it all happening. So writing this wasn't as hard as you thought it was gonna be, like especially about the K-pop world. 
You were just like, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this happens all the time. <laughs> but like, I don't know why you said, oh, it makes me feel kind of old. No, <laughs> this makes you like a gem in the K-pop community. You know, you're like, I like you. I like you. It's a very nice way to put it. I shall, I shall adapt it. I'm gonna write, make a T-shirt out of it. I'm, I'm a gem, gem of, in the K-pop, K-pop world. World. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, can you give us like a very brief? Um, summary of the book and just what it's talking about like the first book that we're gonna discuss today yeah sure sure so um it's called a million beginnings uh because it's about certain beginnings uh, so millions the uh, main characters of this book are a uh, seven member boy group and they are coming back after a hiatus of two years and they're coming back with their own company so envision uh, entertainment after they left their previous company for problems and certain reasons and so basically it's the beginning of them as a group that's kind of independent and how they will handle the whole entertainment industry coming back, like doing your own thing, producing and all of that. And as it is a, a K-pop, as it is a romance genre book, there is also a romance plot line that you will see happen to one of the members. And then you're going to see throughout the book how they try to figure it out because dating an idol is oh, no, no. <laughs> nothing that I would like to do to be honest I might be delunuing over Shubin half of my life but I might think about it <laughs> but <laughs> the way none of us have dated an idol but we're like no 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 dating an idol not a good idea we're so condescending no 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 <laughs> yeah but I mean I mean especially as an as an elf also we know the issue of someone suddenly dating or getting married for that yeah so and so we we had our own pool of emotions and experience to dig from when it came to that and so yeah so you will see both the group going through the whole comeback and blah blah, blah and you will also see a Tejun, so the guy who has the romance plotline in this book how he's gonna handle it with the uh like the counterpart character female character and if yes or no they figure it out <laughs> oh who knows it's a romance book so <laughs> there is no happy end of course <laughs> <laughs> so i wrote a little bit about like each member so you have yes. jun young who's the leader he's the oldest member yeah. and then you have Jun, who's our main character in this you mm-hmm. said like the romance um and then you have shiwu minso aaron Brian, Unkyu, and then you have Sohi, okay? So the female um, character is Sohi, and she's basically their manager. And I think each character, like each member, had his own kind of charm. So I wanted to ask, as a personal question, which member is your favorite? I need to know <laughs> who's your who's your bias. I know my bias. Great, I'm curious to hear about that. But for me, actually, so for me as a writer, it is a very difficult to say honestly because it's like naming your favorite child <laughs> oh my mom can do that very easily <laughs> no <problem. Yeah>. but <clears throat> so whenever i would would be writing a a scene there's like some characters that come very easily to me and some characters that are a bit more difficult for me to write because they are still in development more but Towards the end, actually, I noticed, I think the person that might be closest to me in some way is Aaron. 
Me, um, it's also a bit difficult because we developed these characters from scratch together, literally. Mm. Nevertheless, uh, so basically, Minso is the closest to me because a lot of what you're going to read about Minso is my voice, kinda, so to say. So a lot of it is my own experience. And so I helped her with writing Minso's part and like experiences the most. So I guess from that perspective, he is. She's also closest. most protective over him. Yeah, because sometimes I tend to forget that. So here's the thing. So we had an interview session where I, she needed some uh, ideas on how to write the Minso part, like the storyline and everything. And I was telling her how things happen, etc., or whatever, without going into too much details. But then to me, the problem is that sometimes I notice now I try to not do it anymore, but I notice that it's hard for me to dissociate him from myself. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, so you'd say like Minso is based off of you kind of. At least part some, of it. Some some of the stuff that you will read in the book about what, him. What you know now, but some of the stuff that is also gonna con like. Did you name him? No, actually I did. She did. Oh yeah, I know. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was that. gonna say. Did you name him because of Schumann? I, no, no. I, I I wanted to add the K when she said Minso. I was like, hmm, how about Minso? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, a fun fact. Now that you mentioned it, I think Minso in the book is the only person that exists that got a name because I heard it from another idol and I liked it so much. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, actually, yes. that brings us to, like, to my second question. Like you said, Minso is kind of based off of Sahar, like some aspects of his life. Um, are there any characters that are based off of like real people around you or like idols that you've seen kind of like inspired those characters? I would say they are a collection of many people and no people. Depending depending on who reads the book, they might think, oh, this this person reminds me very much of that idol. Oh, I did that because I need to discuss this, but off off uh, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but um, it's not like that I sat down and I said, okay, I'm going to write a character exactly like this idol. It's just probably from all the years of being into K-pop, I've seen people i've seen stuff and videos and happenings and characters and i think it's probably more the collection of and all i of remember them. her actively mm. thinking like trying not to make any character look like any idol that we know per se or sound like anyone to first to avoid problems second to like box the characters so that they have they can be whatever the reader whoever the reader wants them to be. Yeah, Would you say world. you've built like your perfect K-pop band, like in the real world, if this band debuted, would you stand? Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they didn't even debut in real life and I stand. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's like, that's what I like though about this book is that you made it very realistic. Like, it wasn't what I personally liked about it while reading is that there wasn't that evil person. Like, you know, have you read Shine by Jessica? We started. I yeah. started. I couldn't finish, basically. I'm so sorry, Jessica, if you're listening. But what the hell was that? <laughs> um, yeah. But like there was this like Mina character and she was mean. She's the bully. But in this so, so authentic. 
authentic and genuine Mina the meanie. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but what, what I liked about this, there wasn't that like bully, there wasn't a villain. It was just an overall like wholesome life experience of just a band trying to gain the spotlight again after having issues with their previous company. And I, that was like very wholesome to me reading it. Like, I think the the only enemy kind of was there was themselves in some ways. You know, that's what I really, really yes. liked about it. I was like, this wholesome stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it was another that's thing. It's nice to hear. Um, how you created this perfect world of a K-pop band. Like, there's K-pop fandom name. There are colors. There's, like, even, like, ships the between the members. The attention to detail, yeah. like beautiful really like genuinely there was like ships between the members but like not the weird ships that you read on that like just the wholesome bromance kind of thing but i really i really like that you paid attention to detail and another thing that's really nice is that there's an entire social media world for these characters and this company there's envision like obviously the publishing but there's the envisions company and then there's the millions the actual, the actual band. band account they have and you can like learn about their birthdays at their where they're well, from one thing that i love that i've seen over the past few weeks is like that you've actually started putting out genuine teasers and i'm like yeah. oh my god <laughs> this is so legit like i saw it and i was like wait what yeah <laughs> like that's not what it's always it you don't expect that when you're reading like a no. book but i feel like that's such a yeah. k-pop thing and i love that you've incorporated it into you know the storyline yeah that was actually something that was decided from the very beginning that we're gonna do it like that and all of these things is why so sabrina earlier mentioned how the whole book idea uh, came to life but actually i'd like sorry to interrupt but i'd like to jump on this here and quickly say that the idea of Envision Publishing itself came up because Anya and I were discussing one day and we were like thinking, we, we started having all these crazy ideas for merch and for the Instagram accounts and for all of this and all the marketing ideas or whatever. And then we thought no publishing, no traditional publishing house will actually accept this because yes. if it's a small <laughs> publishing house, they're going to say we don't have budget. And for, for a first time author, nobody will listen to you. And if it's a big publishing house, they're going to have their set channels of marketing or whatever. So nobody will listen to you. And so apparently one beautiful day I went to Anya because I don't remember this, but apparently I did. And I was like, okay, we are doing our own publishing house ourselves. And she was like, sure. And then we started looking it up and that's how it came to life. And that's why, that's what I love about it actually, is that we have all this freedom to play get around. Crazy. To get <laughs> crazy. Like even... Leila, to me, the teasers, I keep watching them the whole time and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And I know what's coming, yeah. but like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> they're honestly insane. I love that. Yeah, they're like genuinely so legit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Sabrina, did you actually create all of those? Like from scratch? Yes. Wow. Let's say for the for the teasers, there is like, a, because actually they are made very quickly because i don't have time in life my life time is too short for everything that our crazy ideas uh, are and so by now honestly we were supposed to be at a point where we would be releasing pictures of the guys and this is a new thing that is exclusive on this yes on this podcast oh! i didn't think she was oh, gonna say i got goosebumps <laughs> thinking about that <laughs> 
but it got delayed and we have a whole plan actually Saha and I one day we were had a, like a whole plan how the feet is gonna look because we wanted it to look pretty like if you open the feet like you will always have it like at one point it's gonna look perfect in the picture like in, in grids in three to six or nine grids always that it sticks like yeah that. so we had we a, whole a whole planning plan. session for that how what is supposed to be released when and now we reached that point where this was supposed to happen but it couldn't and then we're like okay we Shit. need something. What are we doing now? <laughs> and then it's like, okay, how about we release some kind of teasers in a way that hint a little bit to the teasers that were supposed to be inside the book? Like, they're a bit inspired by what is happening in the book. So... And we said, okay, sure. And I was like, okay, how, how should we design this? And then I found a picture on the internet. And I was like, oh, this looks really nice. And I want to try something like this. So I had a little of inspiration on the World Wide Web. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the way these pictures look in the end, I made them myself. I love Sohi's character development. I think you did it so well. Actually, fun fact, often enough, when I asked the reader, so who is your favorite member in Millions, they go like, I'm not sure, but actually Sohi is my favorite character. I love her. She's a There are people who answer that and like, no, I need your favorite millions. <laughs> 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 the thing, the, the sad thing is that actually we would like to talk a lot of, about Sohi, but in the millions account, as it is the, the band's account, so there will not be a Sohi. But if you want to know a bit more about Sohi, then you should go for the Envision uh, pub uh, Instagram because yeah. that's our only way how we can... Put Sohi in. Yes. yes, actually. The scary Nuna manager. Love her. <laughs> I love that you're sticking to like it being like an official band page as well. Like it's so strict. She's not allowed on. <laughs> of course. Yeah, and she knows she's not allowed on because she's a female manager that's managing a yeah, boy group. Yeah, so not gonna go there. <laughs> yes. Wow. Honestly, I think you guys took took it a step further. I don't because I'm a reader. So I love reading, and I've read k-pop books i'm currently reading another k-pop book but i've never seen anyone taking that step further to actually bring it to life like you're kind of helping the people like this is what it looks like and because some people <laughs> yeah. would have it a bit difficult to like kind of imagine this especially if you're aiming at people who, who are not that into k-pop or they don't really know what k-pop is like you have k-pop word of the day or like the korean word of the day you explain what hyung means maknae means and all these terms that we as k-pop fans know so it's so nice that like you can you have that interaction within yeah. like the book what like the the millions universe almost oh my god one time one of the like in the in the millions uh, account i think they reposted like a story i put and i got really excited like a fangirl <laughs> And I had to like collect myself, be like, wait, no, it's not real. <laughs> but it's actually one of the biggest plans that we had that we wanted to have, like create this whole social media for millions. Actually, we have one like Frenchies from Korea that is not so much into books, but we asked her to read the book also just to give us an idea on the Korean perspective. She is in the entertainment industry. She's also, also. working in the, indus uh, in the uh, industry. So we wanted to have some input if there's something like really wrong that we should fix before this is released because we don't want to offend Korean uh, Koreans with our writing. And she actually, she said afterwards, like, I, I really didn't get what you're trying to do with that social media. Like I, I saw it, but I didn't know what this is supposed to be. But then she read the book and she's like, oh, yeah. 
I read that on the social media. Oh yes, on oh, I knew that already. And now obviously she's very much in love with that idea. I I, I think it's really mm. unique. I've never seen it, so it's great. Um, but you were talking about like the publishing. Obviously, like you had to create it all by yourself. Like every single thing. Mm-hmm. What would yeah. you say was the hardest about like the entire aspect of writing this book or publishing it or just reaching out to people? Like, what was one of the challenges? The th- I think the challenges is the challenges. Obviously, that none of us is a business person. To be honest, the three of us, none of us is into business. So this was like an like a spur of the moment kind of idea and everybody jumped on it. And so we had to figure out everything from scratch ourselves. Like we're taking care of every single aspect that you can imagine. Financial, we do it. Legal, we do it. Like we just read and learn instantly and then apply. And then, of course, in different things, we have some like financial consultants or whatever, like something like this. But in my opinion, the hardest part, because I'm in charge with the like the uh, communication and stuff. And so reaching to people very often like and trying to sell the idea was very different difficult especially in the beginning the idea was very fresh and I knew it's and I still know it's very unique so at the same time I'm like we're not really set yet I mean how much can I say how much can I hide are people gonna sound interesting you're scared of judgment whether you like it or not you know and you're like Oh, I don't want to hear anybody that is gonna like say some things that are not gonna be like like encouraging. You know, it's because it's a, it's quite a personal project as well for you guys. It's very personal, yeah. So at the same time, it's like okay, if somebody doesn't like it, please, they are not like not liking you. They are just not liking the idea. Don't take this personally. But that was the challenge for me, I'd say, and also organizing everything like for me it's a whole new thing the the whole business stuff and everything oh i was gonna say like one of the questions like from what you talk about it's called by the way their podcast is called um envision pop talks it's really great it's really nice Mm. um it gives you so (laughs) you guys talk more about like oh what's happening in the social media this week or who are you introducing or something and then Within that topic, you discuss it more within K-pop. So when you inf- introduce the young line, you talk about, oh, who's your favorite young line in K-pop? Or like K-pop <laughs> idols dating. So I think it's really nice. But one of the things that you said that you fear the most is that people are going to interpret this as the cultural appropriation of yeah. Korean culture, um, which yeah. I mean, I think it's cultural appreciation. appreciation yeah, I hope so. Because <laughs> you're, you're clearly giving this to the Korean culture, everything there is Korean. You're not claiming anything as your own. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, so I think that's one thing that you said and you're also afraid of like negative feedback, but that's the not constructive type that just like, oh, I, don't, I hate this. I don't like it. It's very like... <laughs> um, but I don't... I personally, like after reading this, I don't think it's... I don't think you'll face that issue. But if you do, like, do you, is there something that you'd like say to someone who is saying like oh this is this is very culturally appropriating i remember one time Hmm. um we were outside and anya and i started talking about this because we were preparing also for a uh, another like uh kind of a podcast but on clubhouse for a room on clubhouse where we talked about this book and everything and we were worried that what if somebody asks us like don't you think this is cultural appropriation but, I mean, 
if we are asked this question, we have to face it, of course. But what I would love for people, like what I would like people to see through this project is that I have been and we all have been in K-pop for such a long time. I mean, I'm the youngest and I'm 32, so we're not kids playing around and we're not making fun of anything or anyone. We met through K-pop and I mean, I have my best friends around me. So like literally, so there's nothing for me to, I love Korea. I lived there. We all visit whenever we have the chance. Um, we're just trying to make like, we did not find these kind of books in out there. Right. So we're just putting out there what we have, the kind of book that we would like to read, but we haven't found yet. And so I just hope that people see it like that. You know, you like something and so you're trying to um, like make it happen. And then I through it. I would like people to know more about K-pop because I I'm, we're also targeting just romance readers and Maybe some romance readers are not into K-pop, but then they're gonna become into like more interested into K-pop or something like this. So I hope yeah, I they think see it I like think that. in general, in general, it is also our idea of promoting something that is dear to us for many years to a different audience yeah. also. So to make it more known, but also actually to introduce the like Korean culture a bit more and yeah, like just share and spread something that we really appreciate. And that is one of the reasons why we insisted on having that Korean friend read it as part of the test readers, because we didn't want to make any like wrong move or write anything that we are not like aware of, but it might yes. come off completely yes. wrong. It's also like, we, we actually also, I asked her one time because, so if you ever read fan fictions, you will find, for example, the word Hyung and Within the English fan fictions, usually if they would talk about a number of hyung, de, actually, so they would write hyungs, just like a plural form. You, that is normal, but in actual Korean, it would be hyung, de, mm. which is their plural form in Korean. And I, first I wrote it like this, but then I know that in the international, like for the international readers, it's going to be easier for the S to be added instead. So they know, okay, we're talking plural right now. So I actually, I, I talked to my friend and said, okay, how as a Korean person would you feel if I take your language and I put it into something that international audience will have it easier and change the actual language into something like this? And then like, would you feel offended? And she said, actually, I wouldn't mind much, especially also as there's a lot of English that they now put into Korean to yeah. make it easier for Koreans. So she thinks it's fine. Well, so we really checked a lot of, like we tried as much as we can, like to the detail. I think that's really <laughs> special though, because like you said, with fan fiction, people do it and they don't really go and check. So I think like, people listening to this episode or you know anyone who reads the book will really appreciate knowing that you've gone the extra mile to make sure like that you're not coming across to culturally i can't speak because my brain is not working today, you know you know what i mean <laughs> to come off as like yeah. offending to yeah. cultural appropriation or even to like come off as just a bit like oh i think it, like the fact that you did it all from scratch the characters how, okay, I actually do want to ask about the characters because I really, I love the characters a lot. <laughs> I honestly think like when people read this, 
they will definitely it's gonna be very easy to be like oh i really like this character oh he's my bias oh he's definitely my bias tracker or anything for me my bias is definitely brian i'm just gonna say <laughs> straight up i love brian so much i had trouble picturing because i kept changing every chapter and i was like no 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 I was 100% like, this is you. And I do not know why. I don't want to put this in anyone's mind, please. I'm so sorry if I do. But I mean, Taejo- you are. <laughs> Joon for me was Subin from TXT. And I do not know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Just like a tall, handsome boy. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this really like triggered her recent Subin obsession. Because she's kind of going through it again. And she's like, I think this is why. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so TXT owes us some promotion. <laughs> oh, yeah. I literally wrote Taejun, bitch, Subin, and I don't know why. <laughs> I had no idea. And, and it just made me spiral into the Subin Yes. <laughs> Should I it's, tell her? Yeah, well, yeah. I think to sure. me. So because as we have a lot of crazy ideas and we dream very loudly all the time, one of the things is that we always think, oh, if this would be a movie or, or if this would be a TV show, who would we be casting? And Taejun for me is Xiaojun from OAV. Like <gasps> all day, every day. Like it's like <laughs> And she agrees on this too. And I'm always if, like if, oh. if only he would be a bit taller, he would be yes. great. But he's, if he's, he was a tall he's boy, tiny, yes. A little bit of insoles and he's the right Taejun for me. <laughs> but the thing oh like like from the face, I I I really would put him right away also from the voice. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Oh wow. No, I don't even know if Subin can... Honestly, I don't even know what Subin sounds like. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, I, can tell you some, I can tell you something. So, of course, back then, you know, when we created these characters, because as a writer, sometimes you sit there and it's like, okay, how do I describe even, like, how these people look? How do I do that? And, of course, I went for some inspiration and looked at faces and, like, okay, what could this person look like? We had mood boards for each we character. We had mood boards for each character. And, of course, there are K-pop idols on there. And I can tell you that they a Subin existed somewhere, but it didn't exist for Taejun. <laughs> I, mean, I don't remember where it existed. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> have you like, have you imagined this? Like, say someone came to you and said, okay, we're going to make this a movie. Have you got your dream cast? Like, have you sat mm. down and said, okay, this is who we would love to play each character? <gasps> yeah, but it's first, either we never, we disagree on very uh, strong... Um, uh, like points and then I get annoyed that she doesn't listen to me I have to say it like that I'll, I'll give you an example later yes I think that the, the most the most problematic that we had is always with Brian so because Brian is supposed to be a Korean person that was born and raised in Australia so mm. he's supposed to have this Australian accent yeah and be very Australian and also. then be also able to play a cute person and to be able to rap and all of the like be Felix? a very good rapper Felix? that's the thing but then I'm sorry the rapping style is more like Han or Jisong or like Changbin style right and so who- yes so well we have the option either Felix learns Rapping. How to rap from Jisong, or or we teach Jisong, so Jisong's... the Australian accent. Yes. Ooh, there was uh, we talked about we talked I about. I think you'll have an easier time with Felix. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, there was a time where we were discussing that uh, uh, Felix and Jisong spend a month together training, and then whoever what's his name the. 
the guy from and hyphen the um, the australian he's australian right but he's not a rapper and then we said and he spends a month with sugar practicing rapping and then they we, they both audition and if we have the best combo then we're gonna see because <laughs> jake's accent is like really aussie yeah yes it's just missing like this if but actually, we at one point we also decided, how about we just gonna go and cast the whole of in hyphen? Yeah, yeah, we thought about that. All of yes. that. Yes, <laughs> we're just gonna figure it out because to me the the leader is the perfect uh, Unkyu. I love Unkyu. He's a bitch. <laughs> I love it. I love him so much, and the fact that he can't function without his banana milk. <laughs> Same. Uh, but for me, Unkyu, uh, I think with his like maknae on top, like he's the definition of maknae on top. Yeah. But then like reading the entire book, you realize like each character has like a really complex s- character to them. Maybe I think with like the other books, would there be more a bit like backstory about each character more? What, like what can you promise the readers for the series kind of, I, when they I, finish the first I can book? tell you that there is very specific plans for everything already. We have different <laughs> files for every book of the next ones of the series and each one like some are more developed than others but there is like the, like the general like, outline I think plans. is already there for all of the books and like like they will be mm. like background stories for sure because there are a lot of things that are kind of just thrown in this book or will be thrown in the next book or whatever but not everything can be discussed obviously because there are seven members yes also and... also probably people might feel like after book one they know some characters more and some they don't know that much yet but that's probably because there are plans there's more to come in the next books yes yeah. and actually one thing that is important that was important for us too is that um not with every character per se, but with different storylines, we wanted to also tackle, like with the whole series, we wanted to tackle aspects of the industry itself, you know, like from different things. And so, yeah, so it might be now it's like Tejun and Zohi, next book can be something else, you know, it's like different aspects of the industry. Do you, have you set your mind on how many books you want this series to be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that another spoiler well i guess there are seven members seven books wow, <laughs> wow. well i think each of them deserves their story each so. of them deserves their story right yeah i really i honestly i love this book it's such a whole i finished it so fast i gave myself a week I was like, okay, I'll give myself okay. a week. I'll sit and read it. I finished it in a night. Yes. And I was messaging Sahar at the same time. Like, oh my God, I can't stop reading. <laughs> I think you're officially the fastest reader of and the I book. And I think you're <laughs> the only people that have a printed copy. Like, we don't even have a printed copy. Like, you're the only people that went I and printed it. I personally cannot read on, like, screens because my, my eyes mm. are just, um, you know, jiggling. <laughs> Not jiggling. What's it called? Anyway, my eyes don't function. So I had to print it out. And I remember printing it out at work. And my boss was like, what the hell are you printing? And I was like, nothing. It's just something. And it just kept Paper going work. and going and going. And it was like 300 and something pages. <laughs> and it was like 45 minutes later that the printer, I had to refill the printer so many times. And I was like, you know what? They can do something for us for once. And I was like, you know what? They're taking advantage of me. 
I will do it back. But we, I think we genuinely enjoyed this book, and it's a, it's a such a wholesome, easy to read. I think it's for every all ages. Like yeah. anyone can read it. It's a family friendly book. Family friendly book. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that was also kind of. Yeah, we wanted it to be like that. Yeah, and it, it tackles a lot of issues. Like, there's love, there's heartbreak, there's also, like, you discuss mental health issues and just, like, a lot yeah. of mismanagement and, like, abuse of power that you would see in these big corporations. It's something on the yes. side. So, EW Entertainment. I kept reading it as EW Entertainment. <laughs> Girl, you're right. That's exactly how it's supposed to be. <laughs> Okay, so the, the thing is, whenever Sabrina needs a name, she turns to me and she's like, okay, so I need a name. Name something. So a lot of the random things that are not the main characters are named by me, okay? Mm -hmm. So she turned to me and then we were discussing, okay, what is the name of their previous company? And we were going, like, coming with ideas and everything was like, nah, nah. And then they said, ew, entertainment. Because they are because horrible. They are <laughs> and we hate them. And then, you know what? And then it was like, I developed a skill in this whole book project is that I try to force things that I want them <laughs> to happen and I come up with like argumentations of pages of pages I'm like why I want this to fit and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and AO Entertainment worked because I was like East West Entertainment <laughs> because they're bringing music from, from the, the East, east to, to the, the West, west. <laughs> and she's like okay so EO Entertainment, uh, EW, yeah. So now that's the thing. Now we are trying to like, be, when we talk about it, we're trying to say EW Entertainment. But when we talk about it, it's always Among Us, it's always EO Entertainment. So don't I worry. really liked it because mm. I was reading and I was like, oh, EO Entertainment. Ugh. EO Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but can we tell the people when they can pre-order the book, where they can pre-order it? Yes. So the pre-order, the launch will be on Kickstarter, so it'll be a crowdfunding for a month. The campaign will stay for a month. The initial plan was for it to go live on the 1st of November, but as you heard, we're a bit like, we had to delay some stuff because of the character design and everything. So now I feel like it might be delayed by a few weeks. Yes, well, because I think if you if you're delaying something too long, at one point it's gonna drag and drag and yeah, drag. So we're still so we are still trying to be as close to that first November that initially was planned. Like, try to stay as close as possible. So yeah. hopefully by the end of November or beginning of December. Yeah, just in time for Christmas, a good Christmas present. Um, but we'll have like the link for <clears throat> the crowdfund like and all of that. In the description yeah yeah right? for sure everything will be on the social media yeah Once where, we where can people out, we'll... find you where can they follow the journey of millions and become millionaires they can follow they you can become a millionaire <laughs> yeah you can become a millionaire if you follow at millions underscore ivp so m-i-l-l-i-o-n-s underscore ivp good job for spelling that out correctly <laughs> <laughs> for a second i almost stumbled and um yeah and the company which also has like either stuff about books in general but a bit about the project itself for now because it's our first and only project for now it's at envision pub so i n v i uh, you a man <laughs> you jinxed it i n v i s i o n envision yes Invi oh. p p u b so uh, envision pub yeah. and you have pub our you have your own podcast as well where you discuss the stuff 
which is yeah we have our own podcast which is envision pop talk uh and so uh where we discuss uh, like what happens on the social media quickly and then we jump on that most of the time and we have a k-pop topic of the week where uh, we talk about like you said like either idols dating or favorite hyung lines or whatever and then uh it's we try to have it a weekly podcast Sometimes we can't manage, but we are trying to make it a weekly podcast. So yeah, it's also available on Instagram as IGTV, or it's also available on different uh, platforms yeah, like Spotify, Spotify and stuff like that. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Great. Well, well thank, thank you. you for joining us and thank you for letting us be some of the first people to read it and we can't wait for people thank to experience it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having us. I'm genuinely so excited for people to read this because we need a good romance like k-pop thing that's just not toxic you know <laughs> i'm tired of going well that's what i used to do i used to go on tumblr i didn't go on fan fiction i went on tumblr and i would be like jackson times reader fluff <laughs> <laughs> at least you know what you want <laughs> but yeah thank you so much yeah! Well, that was fun. Oh my god. It was so nice actually talking to people on the pod. I fangirled quite a lot because <laughs> I was... It was, like, quite... Because I listened to their podcast as well, mm. and I... Um, like, reading this book and reaching out, and I was like, oh my god, it's all, like, in front of me. And it was nice, like, stuff off the record. Like, I asked them so many questions about <laughs> the book itself because I was like, you now need to know more! Um, but obviously we couldn't reveal a lot because it's still going to be published and it's gonna be out very soon and we're gonna have a, a link to where you can yeah. buy it or pre-order it and hopefully it will be with you by november depending on we'll see but you yeah. know depends on their schedule but hopefully you get to read it soon yeah. because it's definitely worth the read and it's obviously it's very difficult because they did everything from scratch yeah. like every single detail was just them um so and they were really lovely and they're they know their k-pop they've yeah. been in it since 2009 2010 and we were just really excited to chat with them and yeah that was it anyway as always be safe wear your masks get vaccinated and listen to k-pop bye bye, bye.